Welcome to Proven Improbable, where we focus on metals, mining, and more. I'm your host, Maurice Jackson. Today, we will discuss the latest developments in India, philosophy, investment opportunities, and most important, what actions you, the investor, need to take. Joining us for this very unique conversation is the host of the highly acclaimed Capitalism and Morality and an advisor to institutional investors, Mr. Giant Bandari. Giant, it's always a pleasure to have you on our show. Uh, thanks for having me, Maurice. Let's begin with India. What are the latest developments there? Yesterday, Maurice, an interesting thing came out. A government released uh, the latest economic figures. And according to the government, the growth rate in India is currently 7% which according to Indian government and according to IMF and World Bank continues to make India the fastest growing large economy. Now, I completely disagree with these figures. Uh, in the last three, three and a half months that I have met Indians, I have yet to meet any Indian who agrees that his economic situation has improved. Most people I know Actually, everyone I know, his economic situation has worsened quite significantly after Narendra Modi declared demonetization of 86% of monetary value of currency uh, illegal on the 8th of November 2016. Now, how he comes about to declaring that the economic progress has been there has been a 7% economic growth is unbelievable to me. I find it laughable. I find it hilarious. Now, the only reason I can give why the growth might have come to 7% is that Indian government is actually better at cooking numbers than Chinese government is. But also, on the after the demonetization was declared, a lot of people uh, pre-booked sales, they created fail, fake sales in their books. They prepaid their bills, they prepaid uh, advances, they prepaid uh, salaries of their employees to get rid of the cash they had. So on paper, it might have generated an extra revenue for some of the companies. But the reality is, Maurice, that in the last three to four months, economy has gone into a trauma. The economy is suffering hugely. There's only one aspect of the economy which might have improved in the last three months, and that's the economy of corruption. Bryce taken has gone up significantly in the last three months because India is rapidly becoming a police state, and people have no choice but to pay the bribes that they are asked to pay. So that's the only aspect of the economy which might have improved in the last three or two, four months. You know, Giant, if you take away the names and if you take away the bribery aspect of it, it if I'm looking at it on paper, I would think that you're talking about the United States since 2007, since the collapse. <laughs> what an interesting relationship that we have with numbers being cooked and it's, it's wrong, it's pernicious, but government wants to get the populace to feel a sense of resurgence and energy and, and being optimistic. But 
their veracity is surely in question. So again, thank you for conveying that. Um, before we leave the note on India, though, I'd like to ask you one question. Has the price of gold in India changed dramatically? Well, uh, Maurice, uh, a few days after demonetization was declared on the 8th of November, the price of gold is skyrocketed. Gold was selling for about 3,000 US dollar per ounce for a few days after demonetization was declared. Now it has returned back to normal, which is international price plus about 10% because the, there's an import duty and VAT on gold in India that makes it about 10% higher than the international price. That's what the price is now in India. The volume, however, has fallen quite dramatically right now from what I hear. And the reason is that there is, is still a huge shortage of cash and there's a huge amount of fear among the people. The, re the result is that they are afraid of buying gold and because they don't have enough cash, they can't buy gold. So these are the two reasons why gold market might be suffering. But then I have to say, I don't know for sure because a lot of gold market has gone underground right now. Well, thank you for that update. Switching gears, let's discuss capitalism and morality. Can you give us the location and the dates? For the last uh, seven or eight years, Maurice, I have been hosting a one-day seminar in Vancouver called Capitalism and Morality. Uh, and this is a philosophy seminar, and it tends to be a very libertarian, liberal seminar. Um, it will be held in the downtown campus of Simon Fraser University in Vancouver. Uh, and there are about uh, 12 to 15 speakers. It's a very tight schedule. It will start at 8, 8 o'clock in the morning and it will run till 6 o'clock in the evening. And each year, you know, you have this all-star cast. Can you give us some of the names of who will be there this year? Sure. Um, Ian Plimmer will be coming from Australia. He He's a very well-known uh, contrarian uh, person. Uh, in terms of um, his positive views about what civil Western civilization means and what, and he is anti-climate change views. Uh, Jon Narvison will be coming in, flying in from Toronto. He will be talking about the philosophy, um, morality of, um, morality and philosophy. Rakesh Wadpa will be flying in from Dubai to talk about how he created three big businesses in three countries in Asia and how he lost all of them. Bob Hoy will be there, there Albert Liu, Adrian Day, Doug Casey, Philip, Mike, Mickey Fuld, and Rick Rool. Um, a lot of very well-known people will be there at the seminar. Now, where can we find out more information about this intellectual form combining reasoning, argumentation, and liberty? They can go to my website, giantpandari.com, and there's a tab called Capitalism and Morality, uh, and you will get video recordings of all the past seminars, and you can get the program schedule for 2017 seminar as well. You know, listeners may be wondering why there's this correlation 
with investing in philosophy. So I want to share just a personal experience um, that I couldn't quite understand until I had this epiphany. And it occurred in 2014 on Christmas night at 4 a.m. Uh, now, it's no secret, I'm the world's biggest Rick Rule fan, period. <laughs> and for years, I followed his work. And you might find it surprising, I was really never concerned about his financial you know, his success. Something struck me about Rick Rule that I never could articulate. And then one night at 4 a.m., it was Christmas night, I happened to click on an interview that he conducted from Capitalism and Morality. And the title of it is called Anarchist Duty to Succeed. You know, everyone's asleep in the house and I'm listening to this. And it's a one-hour presentation. And it was life-changing because giant without capitalism morality and, and the anarchist duty to succeed, proven improbable, would not be here. So thank you so much because I, I just want to clarify this as well. I figured out this connectedness that I have with Rick Rule and... It was the first time I heard him speak in a non-financial setting. So you hear the philosophical side of him, and of course, there's Doug Casey and all the other all-star guests you have there. And I watched this for one hour, and then I emailed Rick Rule immediately. And from that one email, we, he and I, that is Rick Rule, have had this unique relationship. Uh, so, you know, listeners may be wondering, you know, why do you always like uh, Sprott so much and Rick Rule? Uh, and the reality is, is I don't get compensated. It's just a mutual respect that I have for his body of work and his integrity and veracity. But we just agree philosophically. I think the only thing that he and I don't agree on probably would be religion. But you can't ever agree with anyone on everything. <laughs> and so, again, this is one of the unique aspects for listeners to make sure you, you, you register for capitalism and morality. Take a look at the links. We're going to provide them. Giant, also, do you have a discount for proven and probable subscribers? Uh, yes, uh, your subscribers can uh, use coupon code PNP, PNP, and they can claim 10% discount on the ticketed price. Thank you so much for your generosity. You know, Giant, I also find it amusing, and I hate to you know lump people into a group, but most of our subscribers um, and successful speculators in the natural resource space and precious metals advocates, irrespective of religion and race, uh, they share a commonality, if you will, with regards to investing. They have critical analysis, independent thinking, and their views on government. But it's, it's basically, as the first building block, it's really philosophy that I see that we all have in common. Am I wrong in this assumption, or do you feel the same way? I, I completely agree with you, Maurice. Uh, for me, philosophy is most of what I do. Uh, it helps me understand the world. It helps me keep, keep cleaning my understanding of the world uh, and learn and accumulate new things. So without philosophy, I think you can't really accumulate knowledge. And without accumulation of knowledge, you cannot really accumulate capital. That is my view. And I focus a lot of my time making sure I stay flexible in my thinking. I change my views as facts change. And I approach, I use philosophy as a tool to keep doing this. So for listeners, again, you owe it to yourself. Vancouver in July is spectacular if you've never been there. And then you combine capitalism morality, uh, the days leading to it, you have the Sprott Natural Resource Symposium. It's, it's just the, the perfect combination. Uh, switching gears, giant, you know, 
There is no name respected more when it comes to identifying arbitrage opportunities. For first-time listeners, please share what is arbitrage with regards to stocks? Maurice, um, arbitrage is basically about being able to exploit price differential. When you drive down on a road, you see gas prices different by about three or four percent between gas stations opposite each other. Now you see this consistently um, in in commodities, and then you can imagine how much common it must be in less liquid commodities. So assume that a company trades on Australian stock exchange and it trades in the US and let's say it also, also trades in Canada, sometimes there can be a three or four or 5% price differential between these, um, these share prices. And I'm talking in terms after adjusting for currency, uh, different currencies between the two, three exchanges. If you are able to buy stock in one country and sell it on a different exchange, you not only make those three or four percent, five percent profit, you are also positioning yourself in a situation where you take very minimal risk because you exercise the price differential at a very in a very short period of time. Now, this can also happen quite often when a merger is happening between two companies. And let's say company A is offering a share of company A to company B. And let's say company A is trading for $1.50 and company B is trading for $1. You can effectively buy company B for $1 and short sell company A for $1.50 and book a profit of 50 cents. Uh, These are arbitrage opportunities. You can play it in many other ways, um, but this is basically what arbitrage means. It's, in my view, a very good way to make money, a very low risk way to make a high reward. But also, if you are sure of the underlying value of the company, and if you're reasonably confident about it, you can actually invest it, invest using the cheaper option. It's a really a phenomenal way of investing. And again, Giant, you've carved out the niche as being the go-to name in arbitrage. What are some of the names that are attracting your attention right now? Maurice, uh, the junior mining sector has fallen quite a bit in the last one week. And this is exactly the time that I like to invest my money. Um, a lot of people get very scared of um, investing when the market is pessimistic. Um, and this is very funny because some people I know tend to make money only because of this one good thing that they keep their emotions in control and buy when the market has fallen. Uh, I can tell you a lot of names that come to my mind today, uh, but let's talk about three names related with arbitrage first. And, and if you want more names, I can give you more names later. Um, a company, Luna Gold, is being acquired by a company called JDL Gold. Uh, at the same time, JDL Gold is doing a financing at $2. Now, Luna Gold is trading for $1.79, at which not only you have about um, 
30 cents upside based on the financing that the 30 or 40 cents upside based on the financing that that you are doing um you also have an upside from the fact that these two companies have suffered in the last one month since the announcement of the merger while gold equities actually did quite well so there's one arbitrage that i see kiska metals is being acquired by orico metals and kiska metals is trading for about 8 cents at 8 cents um, you can get about 10% upside based on arbitrage but it's even more interesting maurice this morning i bought kiska metals in the us stock exchange for about 5.8 cents american which gives me about 15 to 20% arbitrage upside. Uh, now, I did not get enough volume, but this is the kind of things you can do to make money in uh, by investing in arbitrage opportunities. The third name that I have is um, a company called Lexim VG Gold, and the ticker is LEX, and it's being acquired by McEwen Mining. Uh, and if you, if you can get this company for 23 cents, which is what it is trading at currently, you have another 10% upside in investing in Lexin. Well, thank you for conveying that. You know, Giant, just, just for listeners, if you're not aware, you know, Giant has these unique arbitrage opportunities and the past successes, they speak for themselves. The one that comes to my mind, of course, always is Sunridge Gold. Uh, you made us aware of it back in uh, February. And three months later, there was a 600% uh, return on the first cash distribution and then in december we had another return of uh i believe it was 40 50 percent there again so again thank you listeners look at previous interviews that we've conducted for the successes and and again this is not investment advice this is an overlooked shoulder of what giant pandari is doing he's given it to us uh of, of free we couldn't ask for more again thank you for your expertise giant before we leave here today last question what did I forget to ask? Well, I will just repeat what I said earlier, Maurice. Um, this is the time when people should be buying, when the market has fallen so much as it has in the last one week or so. Most people become very pessimistic and they want to sell everything and get out of the market. If you just control your emotions, Remember that commodity prices have actually done quite well in the last one week, but share prices have fallen. Now, this means to me that share prices have fallen because of pessimism that has come into the stock trade. Uh, if you control your emotions and if you stay rooted to reason, this might be an opportunity to pick up some good stocks. Very, very good advice. Giant, please give us your website and contact information. You can contact me via my website, which is giantandari.com. And last but not least, please visit our website, www.provenandprobable.com. Through Miles Franklin Precious Metals Investments, we offer gold, silver, platinum, and palladium, precious metals IRAs, offshore storage, and safe deposit boxes, which are fully insured and secured by Brinks. The website again is www.provenandprobable.com.
Thank you for joining us today on Proven and Probable. Remember to like and subscribe for more conversations with the most respected names in the natural resource space. Check out our website at www.provenandprobable.com. The information presented on Proven and Probable is provided for educational and informational purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice, or any other advice. You should not make any financial, investment, or trading decision based on any of the information presented without first undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional broker or competent financial advisor.